Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortwine, joined by co-host Pan. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I just saw Shang-Chi. Oh, the the new Marvel movie. Yeah. Awesome. There's some primo monsters in that. <gasps> I'll have Special to look. guest, Mitsuzuni. <laughs> Mitsuzuni? Really? Or however the fuck you pronounce that guy. Really? Okay, I'll have to look. Um, and Kieran. Okay, Kieran's fine, because Kieran, Kieran is outside of Monster Hunter, but Mitsuzuni mm-hmm. would be weird. Um, so, uh, Sasha, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty great as well. I've actually been watching all of the Marvel movies in cinematic order, so I just watched Thor Dark World. So I'm also doing pretty hmm. great because of that. Oh, did you enjoy Dark World? I I am going to die on the hill that the Thor movies are probably my favorite of the Marvel movies so far. I haven't seen Endgame, so I am like dipping my toes into a lot of these movies for the first time. But Mm -hmm. I think the Thor movies are like this perfect blend of space and fantasy. Like, that's my ball game. That's that's what I want to watch. I'm falling asleep during Captain America. I'm... Oh, I've, interesting. I'm like those are my favorites. I've skipped skipped the Iron Man ones because I ugh, capitalism. I don't know. I'm not into it. I'm not digging it. Yeah, so. I I win because money. Yeah, I yeah. don't. Yeah, I I used to I used to not like Batman because of that. Um, I have taken a turn on Batman recently. I'm, I understand the character a bit more that he's more than that. Um, money was thrust upon him, and he uses it in a in a way to help people rather than but yeah iron man i win because money <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not digging it so that's that's where i'm at in the timeline order is i just finished dark world and then i've already seen guardians of the galaxy but my daughter is really into rocket and group so we watched volume two oh, yeah. that was fun mm-hmm. so that's where we're at yeah yeah i I would say the Spider-Mans are my favorites. So I'm really excited about the Spider-Man coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Um, but Captain America would be my number two. But that's fine if you don't like him. Uh, so uh, Ace, welcome back. Uh, back for good good, hopefully. Might so, be intermittent. We'll see. Might have more yeah. weekends that I'll have to take off. But for now, my schedule is pretty We're- nice. Yeah. And then, uh, Pan, you saw Shang-Chi, but today, Andrea and I saw the movie related to today's topic. We saw Free Guy. Free Guy. I want to see that, that movie, so much. That movie looked like everything I would have wanted out of a movie when I was 15. It's pretty good. I I like it. Okay. I don't want to give right. spoilers just because... It's still relatively new. Yeah, no, I, I'd like to see it, but uh, all of our theaters closed, so yeah, it's an hour trip to go see a movie. It's a lot uh, more of a ordeal. Uh, I, sh- I should have left my phone on it and just like live live video chatted you, and you could have seen I, it in I the crappy in the crappy way to. that so many people see movies. Ugh, although, no. <laughs> although you would have had to deal with the sounds of spaghetti. All throughout, because directly, <laughs> directly behind Andrea and I was uh, three teenagers, two guys, one girl, and one was a couple, 
and all throughout they were like sucking face and screwing around and at one one point uh i think it was their friend i may, maybe just messing with them just dropped a bag of skittles on the floor and so like at a pretty much a completely silent point you just hear as all these <laughs> skittles go like cascading down the steps i'm sure he's <clears throat> sick of their shit i mean yeah that's super rude i that is so oh man i have never been in that situation but that is so rude uh there was one point where like it, there was something funny that came up and andrew and i turned to each other and just like out of the corner of my eye i catch like dude dude going full ham on on chest and i'm just like okay locking to movie screen not looking <laughs> back <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. Ah, uh, uh, young love. That's rough. <laughs> young love and hormones. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I was gonna say I had a uh, talk about the skittles at a silent part. I think I had one of the best moments of like that. So you guys, did I, did you guys all see the Star Wars where they have like the 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 hyperdrive through the ship? Yeah. That was that was one of my favorite scenes. So, everyone in the <clears throat> theater silent. The whole everyone's silent, right? Scene goes off. You see it like it started to explode in the silence, and then you hear someone just let out the biggest fart. <laughs> just, just. I got a better one. Let one hold, hold on. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I was like, I'm not done yet. It was literally the guy beside. Uh, my ex-wife. We saw, we saw it together when we were still married, and uh, he blamed her. He was like, he looked at oh, her. I think and you, he was like, I think you told us. And I was like, before. I was like, why would you do that, dude? Disown it, like. <laughs> so like, we were both like, nah, dude. We know it was you. Just shut up, like, like. Mm-hmm. So we we kind of gained up on him, but like, oh man, just. The like one of the most like silent movie scenes I have ever seen in my life to be ruined by that guy's fart. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man! So so Pan, you were saying something? Same movie, same scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, opening night. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Opening night. We watch it. You know, we watch it. You know, that that's that ship goes to goes into hyperspace and just you know cuts that fleet in half and all that, and it's the most amazing thing. I've seen, oh my god, this is some awesome shit. Hooray for Disney. And some jackass in the movie theater just starts laughing his ass off. And like, that's so stupid. Oh my god. He's like, genuinely cannot contain his laughter because it's so stupid to mm. him. Mm. I don't and know. And then later, then later, a couple days later, we're talking about, you know, going to see Star Wars on opening night with, uh, we're talking to my sister and my brother-in-law. Because mm-hmm. we went to go see it on opening night, and uh, you know the next day at work was really really rough, and we were really tired. And he's like, "Yeah, I was really tired too, because I also went to see it on opening night." Man, that scene where that spaceship cuts the star destroyer in half by jumping to hyperspace—that was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And I just couldn't stop laughing. Oh, it's you! You're the asshole. <laughs> That's what we said. <laughs> uh, self-reports. Oh, oh boy, I love it. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Okay. 
So, uh, yeah, so, so, so some movie magic there tonight. Um, we have a lot to talk about today. Um, hold on as I set that up. All right, so we're going to be talking uh, about the Nintendo Direct. Uh, I don't think we're going to go over it point by point. We're going to probably talk about our highlights. Um, but we're also still sticking with what I saw, talked about last week, the silent protagonists. Um, we're going to do two each. We cut it down to accommodate the Nintendo topic. Um, funny enough, there is a tie-in to the silent protagonist and uh, the Nintendo Direct. Um, directly so in the Mario movie. Because now Mario is fully voiced mm -hmm. by Chris Pratt. I can't wait for this. I cannot wait. This so, movie is going to be so bad. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be the best I, thing since Bob Hoskins was Mario. Oh, man. I tell you what. I am I, I'm the opposite about this. I think this is going to legit be good. Like, I really do. Because it's Illumination. I think mm -hmm. so, too. Uh, I, I have yet to see anything in it with Chris Pratt that hasn't been entertaining at, at the very least. Um, the amount of people in this. Um, and uh, the, There was only one person I was like, who the heck is that? And that's the, the woman playing Peach. Oh, um, that's she's awesome. She's in uh, The Witch. Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, she's the main character in The Queen's Gambit. That's how that's yeah. what I recognized her from. Yeah, yeah, also, we went and we looked, looked her up. up. Yeah, yeah, also, we went and looked saw, her up. And we're like, oh, she's like the new hotness in Hollywood, apparently. If you also mm -hmm. saw uh, New Mutants, she's the imaginary land with like the pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, uh, Ilyana Rasputin. I've seen none of these things that were mentioned, even Queen's Gambit. I've seen nothing with her in it. I had to look okay. it up. Okay. So, well, um, I I think this is going to be amazingly. I I don't know. It's it's going to be like the a primo train wreck to watch, and I can't wait. I feel like I it's got wait. Guardians of the Galaxy energy. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. I, I hope it is. I hope it is. But you know what? The worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, we still have this, um, you know, we still have something that's like God tier, like like Bob Hoskins being Mario. Yeah. Fair. I really well, want a John Leguizamo to reprise his role as Luigi. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I really, I really wanted that. Um, getting the, sun, the always sunny guy. I don't know his name. I've seen him. In Charlie Day. Yeah, Charlie Day. Getting him. I think that's a good, good solid hit. He was really funny. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of Always Sunny, but um, he was really funny in um, oh the one with the the Jaegers versus the Kaiju. Pacific Rim. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. shit, he was Pacific in that. Pacific Rim. Yeah, Horrible he's the one of the scientists. Horrible oh. bosses was great. Yes. I didn't know he was in Pacific Rim. I love that movie. Yeah, he's he's one of the scientists, the funny one. Huh. Jack Black is going to be, <laughs> I think, excellent as always. Someone. Yeah, I, you know, I'm really curious if he's just going to go like, if he's going to do a voice, or if he's just going to go 100% crazy Jack Black for Bowser. See, it, the thing is with, with Jack Black, and I, I will die on this hill. Jack Black is an amazing artist, and it's such a shame that Pot has cooked his brains. Hmm. Like he he smoked so much weed that he's 
He's lost way too many brain cells to weed. Mm-hmm. And it's such a shame, but because he he is an ama- I've seen him live. I've seen Tenacious D live. He's an amazing vocalist. Oh yeah, he's insanely creative. He's hilarious. I I don't care. I don't care what people think. He's he's funny as shit. Hi, Kitty. <laughs> and he can do he can do some like legitimate acting. Oh yeah, yeah. He's no, great. You a lot stay of there. Stuff. You are fine there. Um. I also respect that uh, you know everybody had like their headshots you know for that for that thing, and mm-hmm. Jack Black just looked like his wife combed his hair and he took a selfie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Chris Pratt, it was like a legit like headshot for like like a resume kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the lady, she looked like she she purposely made herself look like Peach for that picture. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It was some really professional looking stuff, and then Jack Black rolls out of bed and brushes his hair. I, yeah, I, yeah, I love it. Um, one, the one that I'm most excited about after all this casting stuff was Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Mm-hmm. I, yes, I really, I really want to see some of that Aaron Hansen energy on Toad. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ace is know what I'm talking about. If, if you're unfamiliar audience with Game Grumps, uh, Aaron Hansen does a wonderful and hilarious toad um Mm. especially the mario galaxy like the first episode of their mario galaxy playthrough is just hilarious the way he just starts like talking like toad but also starts like cussing the crap out of everything it was just hilarious um so yeah yeah i i am excited for this movie um that is that is something that was revealed in the direct um so is uh, so Sasha uh, being not the not the Nintendo fan here. Is there anything that you saw that caught your eye that you'd like to talk about, or are you just like along for the ride today? I'm along for the ride today. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. revel in all of your excitement. Okay. So uh, so uh, I guess the first thing that we should come uh, should talk about was the first thing that the Nintendo Direct led with, which is Sunbreak. Hi, um, motherfucking. So- Called it. Fall announcement. I didn't call it. I had zero expectations. I saw whatever this map was, and I was like, is this a Castlevania 3D? Like, I thought the same what thing, the, too. What is this? <laughs> and That's then, what I thought, too, for a second. And then um, you see the dragon. Of course, you see Capcom Presents. I actually looked away, and I missed the Rathalos. <gasps> so I didn't see Rathalos <laughs> anywhere. Um... I, I saw I, the Rathalos and I just like lost it right there. I was like, "Ooh!" I saw the Capcom presents though, and I was like, "Okay, I don't, I don't know where they're going with this, but okay." Mm-hmm. Um, it took me rewatching it to realize it was uh, Rathalos, but there. But um, so I love it. This is the greatest subtitle to any game ever, Sunbreak. I've been calling it Sunbreaker. Um, wait, wait, wait. It's not Sunbreaker? No, it's Sunbreak. Damn it! Um, <laughs> Sunbreaker, it Sunbreaker this whole time. is actually a, a subclass in, in Destiny of the Warlock. That's what I got it mi- mixed up with. What is so, that? We're going to have magic as the next weapon. Just kidding. No, <laughs> it's not even magic in in Destiny, 
The warlock is, well, they're psychic, I think, is what they, I don't know. They use telekinetic stuff. Yeah, yeah, magic. I, I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> but the sunbreak, uh, sunbreaker is actually my favorite class in in, mm -hmm. in uh, Destiny. Anyways, sunbreak is an awesome name. Um, this is 100% a vampire dragon. Mm -hmm. um, Hold up, though. Uh-huh. I missed the part about being a vampire dragon, and now I'm extra excited. But uh, as, Steve pointed, as Steve pointed out multiple times while we were watching the Nintendo Direct together, mm -hmm. uh, there was a huge missed opportunity for this, uh, for this title. Monster Hunter Sunrise. Sunrise? Okay. Because it's Monster Hunter Rise! I made the joke of I it should have been Monster Hunter Rise and Shine. Rise and shine. <laughs> um, as much as they put puns and stuff in there. Child! <laughs> as much as they like puns, um, they don't often do that in the titles, I don't think. Um, I don't know. I love Sunbreak. Daddy will help you get a drink of water. Title. And it, to, to me, this 100% looks like a vampiric dragon. It also, to Could me, sort cool. of almost looks like a foil to uh Valkana just because it sort of has like that sort of frilled collar on it. Mm -hmm. I I was super hoping that it was some kind of variant Kushala Daura. Mm. Okay. But I'm way more excited about a vampire dragon. Mm -hmm. And here's Sasha looking these up right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cool. I'm just saying I I just don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um this was it though. That's all we got to see was Rothalos get punked by a dragon again. And then um He's Worf. It, uh, I don't I they I know need you to don't stop Star Trek. This. I know you don't Star Trek. No, I know what that means. I know what that means because I don't Star Trek, but my dad does. I kid you not, every day there is Star Trek playing in that living room outside of that door. Every day. It is usually, at this point, Deep Space Nine. And Worf is still in that. So, so, so for the listeners who don't Star Trek, uh, Worf is a Klingon, which they're, the, they're, they're space orcs. Worf <laughs> is a space orc, and he's the head of security... <clears throat> And yes. every episode where somebody takes over the ship, the first thing they do is just punch out Worf because that shows how badass they are. Because if they can punch out Worf, then they're really strong and a threat. He's but that just turns into every other episode, Worf gets punched out or incapacitated or tased. He's like the Rathalos of the Star Trek crew. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, Worf is constantly getting the crap beat out of him to show how badass the newest threat is. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, and Rathalos is one of my favorite monsters. So, mm -hmm. just I just I want to see him shine again. Although he got his day in Rise, Rise, Rise did him justice. Oh yeah, um, I really like just how how tough he is in that, and then also the Apex version. <clears throat> um. So, I, I, uh, I don't know like what else we can spin off on Monster Hunter on this because there wasn't much. There, we just saw an elder dragon and Rathalos. Well, supposedly, my biggest take is it possibly is a vampiric thing because it looks very much like a vampire, the blood moon sort of look. And they they mm. were doing the Castlevania imagery. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Yeah, so some um, some people were speculating if there's going to be sort of like a vampiric disease that transfers to the monsters. So we'll have to see if I that really would be a thing. But I kind of I kind of doubt that. I hope I hope it's not a disease. <clears throat> I think we need to get away from that. We've done that twice in this series, mm-hmm. and I don't want to see it again for a um, long time. Well, ooh, we'll be ooh, getting more ooh, news at if, the Tokyo Game Show. Mm-hmm. What if, what if uh, Shigaru, what if, uh, what if uh, Goromagala got vampire disease? Zombie vampires. Interesting. Zombie <laughs> vampires. So to explain Sasha, there's a monster that turns things into zombies with his scales. Called Goromagala. Because he's, he's like a moth. He's a moth dragon thing. So he sheds like... Du- creepy dust on stuff and it turns things to zombies yep. yes Gormagal is also like my favorite monster so don't get me wrong super hyped for monster hunter my most hyped thing above monster hunter was 3d kirby oh yeah last of us three is some I... people in the chat were jokingly saying i was blown away by 3d kirby Kirby mm-hmm. has never done this. The closest thing is Kirby Golf. Kirby Golf is the third closest thing to a 3D game <laughs> than mm-hmm. Kirby. Kirby Golf. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's for free if you have Nintendo Switch online. It is a SNES title. Mm-hmm. And then uh if you watch the Game Grumps, they got like a modded version where it put basically like their own looks onto two avatars. So they played yeah. Grump Kirby's Dream Course. Yeah. Yeah, but it was yeah. a big series for them. I, um, I really liked a lot of the a lot of the new animations because like I've played some Kirby in the past. I think I only did uh Nightmare in Dreamland on Game Boy Advanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was interesting to see the uh evolution of the Spike Kirby actually turn into just a ball that can roll around and be manipulated. Like an urchin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> My Facebook stuff is just going off, and it's going off right on stream. Cool. <laughs> Funny story. That. Funny story. I made mm-hmm. a uh, study guide for those who are still decrying the... Uh, monster roster in rise and it has just been a non-stop vortex of of shit and i'm kind of i saw this i'm kind of regretting it but at the same time i think some of the some of the conversations that that are going on are kind of funny i did have a problem with the study guide myself is it that i got uh some of the games incorrect in correlation to each other in what they were yes yes yeah kogath kogath made sure to point out uh that uh g and monster hunter freedom were basically the same game yep yeah yep i don't know everything that's fine mistakes happen yeah but i didn't say anything i just liked it and retweeted it Mm mm-hmm so Anyways, it, it hasn't stopped since. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I love the Kirby stuff. It looks really cool. I showed my daughters. They were like, "I want it now," and I'm like, "Sorry, next year." Um, <laughs> it, uh, 
Emery loves Kirby. She still plays like she'll boot up her Switch just to play Kirby a mm-hmm. lot of the time. So you should. We're uh, we're we're excited. All of us, all three of us. You should you should test them out and get like a Game Boy Advance and get a bunch of the older uh, Kirby games. Uh, I have I have got them 3DSs before and I didn't play them too much. Uh, um, the Switch seemed to be the thing that really stuck to them as far mm-hmm. as the gaming goes. Gotcha. So. We'll see. Um, but a lot of the Kirby titles are available on Switch anyways. Mm-hmm. So. And theoretically, um, with the uh, new uh, subscription service, they might later add on Game Boy games and stuff like that as the yeah. Switch life's, life progresses. Yeah, yeah. Um, now we're getting for an extra fee um sega games and nintendo 64 games mm-hmm. i thought the sega one was a little interesting um did you see can- my boy on there uh yeah i immediately Flipper. oh there's pan there's there's pan echo echo that's echo right the dolphin. i get them confused all the time flipper flipper was tv show <laughs> echo was video game um yeah yeah i saw echo um, of course, they got some iconic N64 games like Ocarina of Time, Star Fox, and that kind of stuff. Um, I will probably do this. I don't. I want to see what else offers with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to play Star Fox again without mm-hmm. paying sixty dollars. So, right. I've I've been bitching and moaning for years that they need to get older titles on the Switch. So I feel hypocritical if I don't do this. <laughs> Fair. Well, <laughs> Fair. See, uh, Rich from Review Tech USA is kind of critical of it because he argues that they should already be on there. But coming from my point of view, I'd say this saves me near $60 worth of games, specifically on Legend of Zelda. Because... <laughs> Andrea is a rabid fan of Legend of Zelda, and so for a couple mm-hmm. months I've been toying with the idea of just buying every digital version version of the Legend of Zelda games for the Wii U because they have all the digital versions available, mm-hmm. and that's roughly about sixty something bucks. And I'm like, I mean, if this bumps it up to like forty five to sixty dollars a year, that's kind of fine. I'm already paying that with playstation so yeah yeah um yeah they'd they'd honestly have to make it pretty expensive for me to not do it mm-hmm. yeah i mean twenty dollars a month for a single person is great yeah and like 60 yeah yeah 60 years you know 60 a year over 12 months it's five bucks a month like yeah and right if, now, if, that, if if I only spent that much in coffee, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And right now, I've got the I've got us on the family plan, which is roughly mm-hmm. about thirty five. So, yeah, I mean, I've got a family plan as well for me and the girls. Which, um, yup. Uh, I like the family plan stuff. Uh, <laughs> I would say because I just had to, uh, like I said last time, replace a switch um, mm-hmm. because. This one here stopped charging. 
I got it to charge a couple more times, so I was able to not make it the main switch. So now Emery's main switch is my old one. Finally. Um, so Kirby, um, Bayonetta. I don't know if you guys are super excited about Bayonetta. I'm going to be getting it. I like Bayonetta. I suck at it. I really suck at it, but um, I'll be getting it. My husband is a huge fan of uh, Devil May Cry and Hack and Slash style games. Mm -hmm. So, um, let me ask you a quick question, or or if Steve's around, maybe he's maybe watching. He can, um, <coughs> does that include No More Heroes? Because I'm having a problem fitting No More Heroes in a category, and it feels like it should be in a Hack and Slash, like like I Bayonetta. I don't think he's played it. He said, oh, "Yeah, he just said he's never played it." Okay. Um, but he's played a lot of Devil May Cry. It's weird because it's a lot more rudimentary than games like this. You don't, you're not as mobile, is the problem. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so Bayonetta three was a pretty funny reveal with the whole like puppy, do the police puppy dog thing. There was like this. Uh, I don't know who was in that suit or if it was just a robot, but then the moment the big monster tries to slash into it. And then it goes into witch time, and you're like, "Oh yeah, this is this is Bayonetta." Um, I knew that was coming. I don't really care for the Splatoon announcement. I like Splatoon fine enough. It's it's okay. Um, there was something else that I was like, "Oh yeah, there's like a card game." Oh, Project Triangle, the Octopath thing. Um, the Octopath people, Project Triangle. I'm really super excited about that. Yeah, um, it looks like a not Fire Emblem. Yeah, except I'm hoping they do some really cool things with it. Because Octopath did a ton of cool things with JRPGs. Um, almost so much that I want to replay it, and I never replay a JRPG. I have, other than the couple times I played through Final Fantasy VII when I used to like it. <laughs> I no longer like it. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, honestly... Kirby, Bayonetta, and uh, Monster Hunter were the big things. Uh, and the movie, of course. The Ma the Mario movie were the big things for the direct for me. My mm. husband thought he was watching some kind of like elaborate joke from Nintendo when that announcement happened. Which one? The, the announcement for the cast of the Mario movie. Oh, yeah. I bet a lot of people did. I bet a lot of people did. I... I I would have preferred to use Charles Martinet um, for Mario because, I mean, the guy's been doing it for so long. People are going to associate Mario with that voice. But, and while I wish this wasn't the case, I understand why it happened because he's not sellable to the big wigs at movie industry versus Chris Pratt. Mm hmm. Hmm. I wonder if he's going to be like Grandpa Mario or something. They said he's going to be many additional voices. I yeah. also love that we got Donkey Kong oh, yeah. as a voice. Mm -hmm. Seth Rogen. Um, and if you guys missed the extra cast that they talked about, we have someone as uh, Cranky Kong. Cranky Kong makes an appearance. Oh, God, yeah. Who mm -hmm. was that? I, I remember looking him up. He's a Saturday Night Live. Isn't it Fred Armisen? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yep. 
So, um, is there, uh, so Ace, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about from the direct? I mean, it was cool. I liked it. It was a wonderful direct for me. My interest is still sort of peaked for Metroid Dread just because it looks pretty interesting. I forgot they talked about Dread, but (laughs) Dread is already known. It's coming out in a month. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 We're like, we were sold on that when it was the moment it was announced. So right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally down. I forgot. They even showed dread. I, I have it fully pre-ordered it, you know, (laughs) already getting it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So dread. I can't miss that. Kirby Kirby definitely has some nostalgia vibes going for it. So that's another Mm -hmm. high one, but I don't know. It was monster hunter gave me a real high and then it just just sort of slowly petered off from there i was as it I was, would as it i would. was almost tempted to tune off from just that but i was like no i should continue and watch the rest of this i i should note so we um this happened on thursday and thursday nights we do a board game night at the local card shop and we had got there early to eat dinner because I knew it was happening at six. So my brother and I were eating. So I set up my phone against his bag and it was my brother, myself, my friend Bobby and my friend Trevor. All the four of us huddled around my phone watching this <laughs> as it started. And then Bobby, who's a very talkative person, um, and, and Pan has, has played Monster Hunter with him. He's, he's in our Discord. Um, was like, he was talking like, what's this? What are you? He was like talking a bunch. I was like, shut up, Bobby. It's Monster Hunter. It's more important than whatever you're saying. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, it was, it was funny. Um, but yeah, so like it was just like it was a weird way to watch a direct for me because I'm used to like at home watching it on the TV kind of thing because mm-hmm. I usually like to watch these things live. And uh, yeah, it was just the four of us huddled around a cell phone on a table. Yeah, so uh, I somehow like missed the memo that a direct was coming, or Nintendo just dropped the direct on us, like they do sometimes. I don't know which one it was. I think it was the day before they announced it. It was like mm-hmm. very small okay. window. All right, yeah. So they just dropped it on us, like they do sometimes. Okay, yeah, I didn't know. Um, but yeah, I just like got home from work, um, and I like saw all these messages uh, from my husband, like as I'm walking out, like, "Oh my God, Chris Pratt's gonna be Mario." I'm like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Also Chris being Pratt out of three. Mario. Yeah. Yeah, he's I just had this like st- uh, like all these weird out of context texts and I'm like was there a Nintendo Direct or something that I missed? And he's like, "Yeah, we're watching it when you get home." Mm. <laughs> he didn't tell me about the Monster Hunter news, although I had guessed it cuz I saw the Discord blowing up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess it did a little bit. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, then I got home and uh, we, I guess we, we put on Toy Story upstairs for the kid and then he just like got me cozy on the couch. He's like, all right, watch this now. <laughs> and then it starts with Monster Hunter and then you're like, why didn't you tell me about this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, oh, I had guessed there was a Monster Hunter thing. Awesome. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I love that dragon. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I can't wait to kill yeah. it. <laughs> yep. That is, it is, that is us as hunters. I love it. Let's kill it. Um. So uh, uh, a continuation of what we were talking about last week a little bit for Sasha. I already had Dragon Age Origins on my PC. And I already had it from Good Old Games. So I didn't have to buy it. But 
It's not a number two and three are not available on GOG. They are only available on either Steam or um, Origin, and I hate both. So we're gonna why don't you we're gonna wait? Do you have an Xbox? No, I might play it on my PlayStation. Yeah, because they are available. Yeah, just go get go get a used copy. Ultimate yeah, edition, copy of Inquisition. 10 bucks. Yeah. I, if I want to get number two, I have to get it on PC, though, because it's like PlayStation 3, and I, I don't want to have to bust that out. It's <laughs> there. I'm, I'm going to look at it right now, but I just don't want to bust it out. Like, <laughs> um, So, yeah, because I want to replay through two before I get to Inquisition. I know two is a terrible one. I know. We talked about it. I mean, it's enjoyable if you can tolerate the repetitiveness of the maps, but I I like the story. Two is equally yeah. important as all of the others. So, is there anything else in the direct that I missed that we haven't really touched on? Like, I, th- I think a lot of for uh, for like a lot of listeners and and us, Monster Hunter is the big high point. I would say. With um, some smattering of other, they did. They did imply that I guess DLC for Smash is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, that's been be known. Done. Oh, I that's didn't know been that. Known. See, yeah, um, Sakurai is done. He has worked to the bone, uh, and he has said that. Um, the that poor sense. guy needs a break. Uh, I mean, the guy well, was sleeping in his out, office. They just cranked out Kirby. Yeah. Like, well, Smash is Go Smash ahead. has been like a lo- like a, a project of like love for him that that just goes too far. The mm-hmm. poor guy. Um, a lot of people were speculating we were going to get the Smash character announcement. I thought it was funny that we got an announcement of the announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was I was a little salty that we didn't get yet another apology for no Zelda news. Because <laughs> like last, time I just don't a- I don't expect it anymore. Last time they had a direct, they were like, hey, I bet you're all waiting for some Legend of Zelda news. We're sorry. We don't have any news to give you. Our deepest apologies. Love, Shigeru yeah. Miyamoto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I was, I was I mean, salty that we didn't get another apology. <laughs> you, were, you were wanting another apology? <laughs> yeah, okay. I thought it'd be funny. All right. <laughs> oh, man. You're, you're, you're triggering some, some stuff in me. Like, akin uh-huh. to some of the Monster Hunter people saying that people who bought the base version of Rise should get a discount on the expansion. Yeah, it's it's called not buying the base game. I, I saw that, yeah. 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 The, dis, the discount is not having to buy two games, yeah. Why should we get a discount? I don't know. Why... Why, why should I why should I get a discount being one of the only few remaining Monster Hunter themed podcasts? I don't know. <laughs> what? You hear us Capcom? Why should you why should you be against supporting a gaming company that like doesn't stab their customers in the back with loot crates and boxes and things like that and a pay to win model? God, like, it would be so, so easy to go full stupid with loot crates in Monster Hunter. So a little aside, we had a we had an episode about Blizzard. Some more stuff happened. We talked a little bit about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Pan, you, I, you weren't here for that. Um, I don't know if you saw. I heard. But, uh, I heard. 
Yeah, they have uh, they have upgraded the uh, lawsuit that was dealing with um, the not disclosing the investigation uh, from California on the sexual harassment and uh, non-equal rights treatment uh, of women. They have escalated this to federal court, <laughs> and while oh man, while this is a this is not a criminal court, this is still a civil court on the federal level. Um, oftentimes it does lead to, uh, to be passed off to the criminal division. Um, there have been several cases of corporate, uh, uh, issues that were prosecuted by this court and then passed off to the criminal division for, uh, you know, some of the stuff that's like could, could happen. Uh, and the interesting part is a lot of this is being laid on Activision and not Blizzard. Because Activision is a lot of the top end of the company. So uh, stuff like the CEO, Bobby Kotek, is specifically involved in, in this law, this worded verbiage. Um, so uh, that escalated. Um, and, in a, and, and at the same time, uh, Diablo 2 released. And we were talking about the fact that it's not very high up on the featured stuff, even though it was just released. I and I didn't think I was going to double dip, but I did. I I did get it on PC and Switch, um, and I will say there was a lot of server issues to begin with. Um, yeah, of course, yeah, everyone's like duh, but I had an interesting one where I wasn't allowed to play a character that I had created, <laughs> where it told me it was in a game, and I had like rebooted the game like four times, so. <laughs> I played I played offline for a while then I had to go do things uh, and then like I haven't actually got to play a ton um, but I did also pick it up on switch earlier and it's a vastly different game on console than it is on PC PC mm -hmm. it's literally almost exactly a graphical upgrade with some quality of life on console it has an action bar it has like your buttons can press everything. You go like you can do different skills on different buttons. To for people who don't play haven't played Diablo 2, that's an insanely different thing because in Diablo 2 you could only assign left and right click. And if you wanted oh, to Oh, that's nuts. And if you wanted to change what skill you were using, you would press the F keys to hot slot something onto the, the left or right click on the fly. So, like, you'd have to, like, you're basically pressing F, you know, the F function keys. And, you know, people hardly ever use function keys these days. So. I can't reach, um, my, fun I can't reach my function keys. I have learned to do so on the PC for now. I have tiny baby <laughs> girl hands. You can rebind them to anything. You can even do, like, your numpad or, or that kind of stuff. You could even do mouse buttons. Um. I, I did what I like to do with ARPGs, and I bound uh, inventory and character to mouse buttons, uh, four and five. That way I can just, you know, not have to press the keyboard for those things. But, mm. um, yeah, it's actually a very different experience on console, like entirely so. Huh. And cr cross cross save does work. I I saved a care. I had like when I when I booted up my Switch thing, I linked my Blizzard account, and then all of my characters were there, and I just played from the Switch, and then saved it and then went to the PC and continued. That was insanely uh fun for us uh with Hades. 
The, uh, you can do that cross? with Hades, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I only played it on Switch. Yeah, I did too, but like my husband played it on PC a lot. Um, mm. And then uh, he he um, he hurt his wrist back in like June, uh, mm. like playing piano, and he's uh, been in a brace for like four months. Um, so it was nice for him to like change up uh, you doing it on PC or Switch uh, because of his like different strain, like using different muscles and different strains on his wrist, helped him change mm. it up and w- stuff. It was nifty. So uh, I think that's it out of the the whole Blizzard ordeal. There, I enjoyed Diablo yeah. too. It's the same game. So uh, ready for our topic, I guess. Eh? Yeah, let's do our topic. And Sasha, we'll have you lead because you haven't got to say much today yeah, so yeah. far. We'll let you talk. Um, before before we we get started, let me just lay this out for the audience uh, in case they they did they weren't here last week or or something like that. We're going to take on. Uh, we're going to, to basically evaluate whether this, or as the interpretation, Sasha interpreted this differently, what would it like to have a silent protagonist in a game? My interpretation uh, was to evaluate whether a silent protagonist is needed or not, and if it's appropriate in said game. Um, so, Sasha, you can go ahead and lead us off with uh, your, your first entry in the silent protagonist. Well, I mostly followed the rules. I just like hyper focused in RPGs because that's yeah, what I that's what I play the most of. Um, so that's with fair. a silent protagonist uh, in an RPG, I feel like it depends on what you're looking for. Um, if you're yeah. looking to play like a pre-made kind of character, you know, there's games like Mass Effect for that. Um, if you want to play a game where it doesn't really matter what your your character's development is shit just keeps happening to you. I think you have elder scrolls for that. Um, yeah. So for me, what I am looking for with my, my most preferred silent protagonist would be that there isn't a voice actor, but there's expansive dialogue options in your response. And then the NPCs are going to react to whatever you said. Certain dialogue isn't going to be an option based on how you developed your character. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really tough to do if you have a pre-made voice actor. So my first argument, I guess, is the Fallout series and kind of the comparison between Fallout 3 and New Vegas with comparison to 4, which has Mm -hmm. a voice actor. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, And almost all of your dialogue in Fallout 4 is in my opinion non-linear it doesn't really matter what you've done with your character you are going to have almost the same outcome no matter what versus uh, in New Vegas uh, you can get through quite a bit of the game without even <laughs> drawing a weapon if you built your character in a specific way um, Sure, you can skip quite a bit of things in Fallout 3 if you've got the right charisma or science skill or med skill or whatever so what I really dislike about Fallout 4 and the non-silent protagonist is that it really takes away from the ability to make it like an immersive RPG experience. You can't really be... I, I never feel like it's it's me or this character I've developed for myself because no matter what, I've got this like bro woman voice or I've mm-hmm. got... I've got this like, I don't know, soldier boy kind of voice and there's no, there's no real 
variation in that. Sure. And I feel like okay. if I wasn't, um, if if I was looking to play any other ethnicity, if I was looking to play somebody with a different education level <laughs> or uh, different types of backgrounds, that having the voice actor really, really just takes away from the opportunity to do that. It's just the same thing no matter what. Hmm. Yeah, it does make it more limited because they got to pay that guy per hour. And you have many hours of dialogue you would imagine are in that game already without, mm-hmm. you know, branching dialogue stuff. Although they do that in Mass Effect. Uh, different company, but... I don't think they do it well. I mean, you, you just have Paragon Shepard and you have Renegade Shepard and you have Fem Shep or He Shep and they're not really like... It's you're just playing this pre-made character. You you can be yeah. immersed in it. You can like decide like okay, when I play this run through, I'm gonna be really um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really de- dedicated to the council, or I'm gonna be really dedicated to the Quarians. But at the end of the day, you still are the same character no matter what run through. So for me, the replayability comes from can I play this as a different character? Can I can I do this in a totally different way? It doesn't matter if you just play a different class in Mass Effect and you're a Paragon or a Renegade. Sure. Okay. I unfortunately have never played Fallout 4. I did play 3, and you were silent in 3, but silent in the fact that you weren't voiced, but your character was not silent per se. Your character was actually speaking. Yeah. In the universe, yeah. And in, I want to say three in New Vegas dabble in this, um, but if you play with lower intelligence, your character's dialogue responses (laughs) are are stupid, Um, or you don't understand what people are saying to you. Mm -hmm. That's something my husband loved about that. Yes. Yeah, that's that's always a nice touch. It was at one and two that actually had like if you got low enough, it was just like caveman grunts, like that's all they could do. Um, yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, that that's some great D and D logic. I I love I love that kind of stuff where it's just like if you're if you're in D and D, like they actually used to have rules for in the older editions of like. If you're at four intelligence, this is what you could possibly be a, the equivalent yeah. intelligent to, and one of like four is like a dog or something like that. Like it's just, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's um, it's always fun like looking at min max character stats and then comparing them. Okay, your intelligence, your intelligence is literally less than a lab rat. And not mm-hmm. even like a, a, a weird experimented lab rat. No, just your your intelligence is less than a rat. Mm-hmm. Not sure how you're functioning. Yep. Impulse yep. alone. I mean, I, I the dumbest character I ever had had a four intelligence, um, and I I played it that way though. I played it that way. Uh, butterflies were both amazing and absolutely frightening to him he didn't understand (laughs) uh anything uh he was angered by tables tables were a trigger for him (laughs) 
because he just didn't understand that you could set things. He was a barbarian that lived in the wilds by himself. Of course he so, was a barbarian. Of course he was, yes. But, um, yeah. Uh, in later editions of this character, he's not as dumb. But his first edition of this character, he was dumb. He was super dumb. I'm, I'm going to point out that Conan was a smart barbarian. He was not Conan. He was not modeled after Conan in any sense other than being a barbarian as well. <laughs> Conan is amazing. Conan is a rogue slash barbarian, and he's amazing. Um, okay. Uh, so Fallout. Uh, stop using dialogue. Stop using voice dialogue. Yeah, I feel like yes. In summary, please go backwards in your progress, Bethesda. I think so. I, we'll, I, I can, we'll put a stamp on that. I can jump Fallout on that 4, one. You fail. I, yeah. I can jump on that one um, because same with Elder Scrolls. Uh, a lot of, I mean, also like the writing team between uh, Morrowind or between Oblivion and Skyrim changed. But you know, when when we jumped to like the voice acted stuff in in Oblivion, you lost a lot of flavor because. Like hell, were they going to pay voice... They're two voice actors. Sorry, three and a half voice actors. And Patrick Nord. Stewart. <laughs> Look, they, they, spent the entire, they spent the entire voice acting budget for Oblivion on Patrick Stewart and Sean Bean. And then they were like, ah, shit. We got to go get, like, Frank and Jim to record all the rest of the Wait. voice lines. Who was Sean Bean again? I know you've said this before. In the game. Martin Septim. Septim. That's it. Okay. He dies at the end. He dies, end. right? Yep, yep, he dies. He gets right, turned good, into stone good. by Akatosh. We have to continue the streak. Yeah. No okay. combo breakers. So, anyways, <laughs> but, you know, the jump from Murrow into Oblivion, like, hell, were they going to pay, like, Frank, Tim, Sean Bean, and Patrick Stewart to read all that flavor text? Nope. And whoever and whoever the heck they had uh, voicing uh, Shiagara. He was a, he was also a unique voice actor. Oh, but okay. um I did Oblivion is one I never touched. Well, I touched it, but I got out of the sewer. That's okay. it. Okay. So, yeah, um RPGs uh yeah, western RPGs are at their best uh when it's all dialogue. And you can read every every last word of that giant effing novel mm. that the game writers <laughs> wrote. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a uh, that's a lot. Uh, Pan, so is that one of your no. picks or or okay? No, I'm but I am, so, I am uh, I'm throwing on onto her pick is that I want more silent protagonists in my Western RPGs and more dialogue and flavor text. Because imagine that yes. I want an RPG with more flavor. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's shocking. It's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> it is what you do. So, um. All right, so uh, so Pan, we'll just go clockwise for me. I don't know if you can see the stream, but yeah, I can see it. Pan, you'd be next. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is one of the ones I was going to mention yeah, if no one yeah, did. Yeah. Because yeah. Okay, so by the way, uh, I I I partly bought this today because of the topic. This is the Legend of Zelda <laughs> oh. manga. Hmm. No. Is he silent in that manga? No. Manga. Okay. Okay. 
Whoa. I was like, that would be interesting. No, he's a character in everything. Yeah. And we'll get to this because this is kind of the point of this topic is <laughs> if you're a silent protagonist, yet somehow you were still communicating and we don't understand how, why are you a silent protagonist? So... Yeah, no. Link, I assume. Yeah, yeah. So Link, yeah, Link is a uh, he's a real character in this manga. I read I read uh, several uh, read about, you know, a dozen or so pages uh while I was waiting for the movie to start earlier. Um there's a Barnes and Noble right next to the movie theater. That's why. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we went into the Barnes and Noble before the movie started. Um so yeah, we got this. Uh, I also got Majora's Mask, which I'm really hyped to read after I finish reading this. But he's a character in everything, and uh, he's got some kind of issues from losing seven years of his life. He's kind of pissed. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, he also kind of wants vengeance against Ganondorf for killing all his friends. Yeah, like, as he's, I can see as that. As he's journeying across Hyrule. By the way, spoilers for Ocarina of Time, I suppose. <laughs> 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 you're only 30 years late now yeah. it's more like 20 yeah. but um yeah but yeah he's kind of pissed because like uh everywhere he turns in hyrule all his friends are dead or you know bad shit's happened mm -hmm. so he's like by the time like I, I skipped ahead a little bit by the time he gets out of the fire temple he is just like on the warpath Hmm. And kind of out for Ganon's blood. So he's, yeah, he's a character. Yeah, yeah. See, they could have done this thing where they allowed him to talk in Ocarina of Time and still had the very, very funny times where he just screams. Because there's a cu couple times where he screams and it's just hilarious. Uh, especially <laughs> when um, uh, Princess Ruto is talking about getting married to him. And he just takes a couple steps back and just runs and you hear the Ah Yeah, yeah, creepy fish girl wants yeah, creepy fish girl uh wants him. Why do all the fish girls want Link? It's so weird. Hey, 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 hey. Now that other that other um God, what was her name? Naburu. Naburu wanted him. She was not a fish girl. Sure. But Mifa did. Mifa, Mifa certainly yep, did. Yep, yep, yeah, Mifa Damn, huh? Yeah. In yes. Twilight Princess, Fort. yeah. Fishy. No, in Twilight Princess, it was a dude, yeah. but he, there wasn't anything. In I mean, <laughs> to, to steal him from from Game Grumps, they want his hilly dick. Hilly. Do you not remember that from their playthrough of Breath I... of the Wild? <laughs> no, I didn't see their Breath of the Wild playthrough. Oh, uh, Aaron puts on like a a surfer bro. Voice for, uh, for Link, not for Link. One of the one of the uh, fish people. I'm gonna guess Poseidon. And, oh, like, I'm gonna guess Prince Sidon. I th I think so. And Prince um, Sidon definitely has like, a surfer bro she, voice. She rode his hilly dick throughout the oh land to the seas of the Zora. Jeez. It was. It was one of many golden moments in that playthrough. Okay, so um, uh, well, on the subject of breath, I of the will say oh, there is something we for forgot in the direct. There is more <coughs> DLC for uh, the the Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. 
Oh yeah. I love that game. I might I might play that actually. So mm-hmm. uh yeah, but on the note of Breath of the Wild, like they make a big freaking deal out of like uh trying to get Link's memories back. And these memories are not like tied mm-hmm. to like Ganon's weaknesses or whatever. No, they're just like nice little personal memories that he has. And I'm like What's the point of... As growing up of, of an orphan in the Kakariko no, village? No, 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 in Breath of the Wild. Oh, 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 yes, okay, Yeah, yes. in Breath of the Wild. So Sorry. he has all these, like, nice little personal memories of, like, going on a road trip with Zelda and, like, learn... So she can, like, learn how to control her powers and see the lands and whatnot. And... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely, like, a very... um. I, n- I saw you first see this in Skyward Sword, but it, they reiterate it in this that there is a definite definite connection between the two, that mm-hmm. is beyond friendship. Yeah, and I'm like, why are we having all of these if like Link is silent and not a character? I think I think it the the games are slowly moving towards Link like saying things and being a being a person you actually make dialogue choices in in uh, skyward sword like you actually are communicating um and that's again another reason why i don't think link needs to be a silent protagonist i think we actually need to just say say stuff like respond to people because mm-hmm. that shit's rude <laughs> <laughs> we'll see but then, but then you run the risk of having the weird voice acting, like in one of the uh, Zelda CDR games, like where okay, at the end of the that was the, an abomination <laughs> all around, dude. That was just voice acting has come a long ways. And two, just get some Japanese, just get some Japanese dude you to do Link it. You no, just get some. Are the hero of Korodai? I guess that's worth a kiss, huh? Hmm. I won. Look, look, look. Oh, oh, All the weebs that play Legend of Zelda would ha- would absolutely accept just Link has some Japanese voice actor and it's subtitled. <laughs> I mean, it works for they? Monster Hunter. I would not. No, I just, it doesn't. I, I do. Well, no. <laughs> but then I, the voice I do English. Be wrong. <laughs> Okay, fine, yes. <laughs> you you can't be wrong if you give it in one available language, yes. <laughs> also because uh, Nintendo doesn't care about Western markets. That is, yes. They <laughs> care a lot about our money. <laughs> a do, lot. But yeah. They also, I hope they hold fast and do their model aside all the... the incessant bitching that is going on or they just, all the time. Or mm-hmm. they just get Chris Pratt to voice him. Oh, <laughs> Another tiny child. Sorry. You have to go back. I'm recording. I'll be right back. You keep talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Morgan's saying Kodor on Switch. Kodor? Knights of the Old Republic on Switch. The Knights of the Old Republic uh, yes, remake is coming oh, yeah. to Switch. That was... Yeah, that was another one. I was going to ask. Are you going to get... Are you going to do that one and then get the remake when they Oh, I'm certainly getting the remake. The I uh if I get the remake, is it the remake that's coming to the Switch or is it just the old one? It's the old one. So oh, it's like a re-release yeah. and then yeah. and then PlayStation is getting the uh remake/remaster or 
Well, the PS. I think it's as far as I can tell, the PS Five is a myth perpetuated by uh, by major media companies and Fortwan. And you! Oh my God, you're in on it too! Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) I I just got lucky enough to have friends that worked at GameStop at the time that were able to secure me the bag. Yeah. Otherwise, I would be in the current cesspit of bots and scalpers that want you to cut off your arm and your leg and ship it to them. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so, uh, yeah, as far as I can tell, the PS5 is a myth perpetuated by people on the internet and, and, uh, major news corporations. So. I mean, all we need is some, like, actual regulation to be put in place so that this practice can be put to an end. Because it was bad enough, like, four years ago when I was working seasonally at Target and, like, moms coming in for their kids on holidays looking for Hatchimals. We had to tell them no because X person bought all of these and Target didn't want to put a limit on. And then it happened when the Switch launched, too. And then we had people going to extreme measures like posing that uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation had given them a check to go and blah, 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 blah and get a Switch. Even though, why would they give you a check instead of just dealing directly with Nintendo? Bro, I remember the Wii. Or Target? I remember when the Wii launched. Oh, yeah. But, like... But we're a year out. We're a year out from the release. Right. And that speaks to, I would say, more of the problems that a lot of these retailers are causing by not upgrading their checkout systems. Because Walmart apparently shot down, like, 20 million requests. But, like, what are Target... What is Target doing? What is... Oh, well, I know what my local Best, Best Buy, Buy is doing. doing. I know what, what is they're Amazon doing. doing? Uh, the local Best Buy does not respond to any inquiries on uh, PS5 uh, availability unless you are physically in the store. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I'd say that's fair. Okay, but, like, so that answers yeah, what we're we talking about. We started bitching about, about PS5s <laughs> when you were gone. Okay. Yeah, because she was saying uh, the, the you, PS5 media is a myth. And you perpetuate the myth, and then I was just like, eh. The PS5 is I a myth uh, that is being perpetuated by people who are part of the conspiracy. But no, like we, I would say we just need either retailers or government to step in and someone take the stance that needs to be taken to shut this shit down. Because I would say, uh, unless scalpers, if you're, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you're taking advantage of a new market, quote-unquote, and gouging way, way higher than what should be allowed. Yeah, like, it's one if thing... this was... This is how you get the people that are coming after Blizzard to come after you if you do this to stocks. Yeah. This, this exact mean, behavior. It's one thing if you're selling, like, an old console that still runs like perfectly and you're selling like a game lot with it and you're selling like something that is essentially rare but selling something that is new for like two to in some cases four or five times the price is immoral in my eyes and like depending on just how bad you're tampering the market i would face i would say you should face some fines for that because like yeah i I, uh, so I'll be a little super honest about my personal life here for a second. Um, I have a therapist and she was talking, I was actually talking to her 
about this PS5 thing for a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I was a little frustrated with it. Not that it was affecting me <laughs> mentally. It's just like something to talk about. And she was like, they're so smart for doing that. They're so smart for flipping a profit. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, this is the first time. Like, she was like, you feel really strongly about this. <laughs> I was like, that is not smart. That is, uh, yeah, well, sure, yeah, a way to make money. But it's not, that's not it's very not healthy decent. for the market. Well, well, we'll flip the script to like, an actual, like, need. Say that there was some new, like, for example, diabetes medication, because insulin is a major problem here in the U.S. Say if they made, like, a readily available insulin drug and people were just coming over the counter because there wasn't any, like, purchasing limits by the retailers and then they were just buying in bulk, storing it, and then selling it for a profit. That's inherently wrong. And I would say if you're going to be buying such mass quantities of these consoles and graphics cards and things like that, then you should register as a business and you should pay business taxes for every single sale. Or pay the sales tax in Michigan. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. If you're going to be a scumbag about it, you should deal with the ramifications. So that happened on like a smaller scale to the somebody with toilet paper, and yes. you know they spent like thousands and thousands of dollars on the toilet paper, and then the no store would let them return it, and no one would buy it from them. Good, good. I mean, they just never have to situation. buy toilet paper for t- seven years. Is all. Yeah, hopefully it was you know Charmin Ultra Soft. Hopefully, it was oh no. Worth it. So, so my my uh, my family um, tried to secure toilet paper for my grandparents. Um, was unsuccessful, but then we found a store that had some, so we bought a bunch, and it was the really bad stuff, oh. like the really like one ply stuff. Oh, where so, if, if it was yeah. any thinner, it wouldn't exist. <laughs> yes. So I've been using that. And I just got out of using that this past beginning of August. Oh, man. oh shit! Nice. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, it was rough. I could have sent yeah. you a care package. Um, well, hey, it's not like are... we couldn't have just bought it when when you know it was normal, like good stuff. But I had like one of those jumbo packs for just oh, me, God. just in my bathroom. Just, oh just God. me, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't go through it as much as you. And I, I told my, I told my dad about it, and he was like, "What are you talking about? Like, we've not been using that stuff since like mid COVID." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you guys go through toilet paper because there's three of you versus me with my own bathroom, <laughs> and you guys gave me the giant roll because you assumed I needed it because you double that up. of uh, the girls who use my bathroom, which I only have." <coughs> You know, on the weekends. So, <laughs> which, by the way, they were bored. That's why they came in here. They were like, "I want some toys," and I was like, "I ca- I can't. I I got to go in there. I'm recording." And they're like, "Well, why? They can just do it." I'm like, "Could you imagine if you were watching Funny and Funny just got away from the camera and just let everyone else run the show the rest of the time?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh." So, um, back at the plot, 
Who's yeah. who's next? Uh, Ace. So Link, Link, Link gets the. Link needs to Link. Boom! Link, You're no longer a Link silent needs protagonist. To be allowed to talk. Yeah. Isaac Clark, Kay. Dead Space One. Dead Space One. He's silent. He is basically silent except for like grunts and screams if my memory is correct because that's one of the big changes they're making for the uh, remake of Dead Space is that he is going to have vocal lines but only when spoken to or when the situation demands it other than that he largely just grunts and screams his way through the game which I think is kind of bullshit given the fact that like He's going through some of the most nightmarish shit imaginable. So he's like a child from the 1930s. Only speak when spoken to? Yeah, essentially. Okay, Okay. so I'm gonna argue that I think he should stay silent. Ooh. Because I I feel like it cuts the tension. That, like, there's a function for swearing. There's a function for, like, saying things... Um, as you're in a really, really stressful situation. So to hear him express himself throughout the throughout the whole thing, I think would cut the tension. It would take away from how scary it's supposed to be. As well as, wouldn't you be, like, really fucking quiet? Like, you wouldn't want them to come and find you? Like, I wouldn't be making myself known. I'm a baby back bitch, so I would be screaming my ass off and saying fucking shit the whole the whole way through. I would say it I would say it when the first necromorph pops out and then I my head would be off and I would be one with the horde. And that would be it. So you wouldn't like Arya Stark your way silently through like the zombie apocalypse? No, I'd just be running around with a plasma cutter. Oh shit, oh fuck, oh shit, oh fuck, okay, okay, oh god. Dead. You know, I think I think we would all like to think we would handle ourselves better in a crisis situation. I I, I admire your courage to just completely admit that you would just shit the oh, bed yeah. and die. I would, yeah. I'd be like curled up in the fetal position in one of those leviathan holes in the wall, like hiding mm-hmm. until something came for me. Like, all right, this is it. Take me out of this world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I imagine most people would not respond well to such situations. <laughs> plus plus like the thing is too that like with the marker it's a mm-hmm. basically like a a, a telepathic infection essentially. So like any exposure via like necromorph or actual contact with the marker or mm-hmm. even seeing like the symbols, you're fucked anyways. So like it's it's a pretty non-survivable situation. So, so I'm going to get out like, a few fucks and shits while I can. I think another cool <laughs> thing about Dead Space and him being silent, though, is that for at least the majority of the game, he's got that helmet on. So you don't really... There's not a whole lot to project onto him as far as like who he is as a person. So I think that he's a character that people can like kind of stick themselves into for a good chunk of the game. Um, but where right. I think it would be it's... cool to have some dialogue would be like <clears throat> internal dialogue once the marker really starts to like make its mark mm-hmm. on him. And I think different voices would be cool. 
Yeah, and mm. I, I wonder how they're going to play on that with the whole uh, Nicole thing in the game. Uh, just because, I mean, spoilers for an old game, but like, she's dead the whole time, and the letters of each and every chapter spell out Nicole is dead. So, like, I wonder what they're going to do to play on that or, like, change it up. Yeah, but so. how much would it ruin if he just sat down at the end of the uh, end of the game, spins around in his space chair and looks at the camera and goes, I see dead people. Like, how would that ruin it? <laughs> well, this, this also isn't being handled by Shyamalan. I think he'd, I think he'd more than likely spin around and be like, be like, you can buy the expansion with this loot box. Oh God, no! That's that's Dead Space Three. That's Dead Space Three. <laughs> well, well, given EA's history, they might get it out of the way first. See, this is why I didn't want to give money to Origin <laughs> to get Dragon Age. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but yeah, no, it was a good suggestion. I considered getting uh, Inquisition on PS4. It's just number two. Number two is mm-hmm. the odd one out. So, um, Isaac is his name, right? Isaac Clark. Isaac mm-hmm. Clark from Dead Space. We have, he is silent, so I guess he should. So would you say his silence, like you, Ace, would you say his silence is done well? This In might the f- be the first time. In the first game, I would say so. I would say okay. it- it sort of adds more to his character because he's he's named in the first game, so he's supposed to be someone. But with without ever having dialogue, there's only so much character you can sort of glom onto the onto him via the other characters around him that speak about him and to sure. him. So like, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see more character being added to and developed with him, like they did with the. Uh, second game. I have yet to play the third. Don't know if I will. I... Okay, so we're kind of we're kind of split that he should be silent or he shouldn't be silent. Then, yeah. So that's a that's a gray one. Um, I don't really have a lot of opinions. I've only played the first couple chapters of that game. So, um, <laughs> in my in my opinion, it is kind of a dick move for like when the people are telling you, hey. Are you okay over there for him to just not answer, which I know happens? Right. Um, when he, not when okay, he though. Totally. <laughs> okay. Are you physically okay? Are you? And he's he should be a, like physically yes or something like that or at least give an okay like hand. No, he's not okay. Yes, I understand that. Yeah, maybe maybe the hand wave. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> maybe the. Eh, or here or there, or if he's progressed far enough in the story, the uh, foam finger gun. You the foam finger signal gun. with that yeah. too. Just just start shooting it up in the air and saying "yeehaw." No, in in Dead Space Two, if you beat it on the the max difficulty, you get a foam yeah, finger I know gun, you. and he goes pew 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 pew. I've never done it. I wish I could, but. No, no, no. 15 yeah, chapters no. with only three save points and my scaredy cat ass? No way. <laughs> I personally did not find it that scary, but I was only in the beginning. So. Mm-hmm. It was tense. I would say that. 
it was very mm-hmm. tense um all right <clears throat> so uh my first entry into this series is the whole reason why i brought this up which uh and you know being a monster hunter fan monster hunter monster hunter stories the main series all of it don't be silent do you know how many monster hunter characters are complete fucking assholes because they just don't <laughs> respond to people like and then they do this thing that they're like some side character speaks for them <clears throat> like uh what's his name in stories too i keep wanting to call him naruto it's it's naburu naburu yeah the cat that speaks for him which by the way the cats normally just speak cat so now this one can speak english so your pri- silent protagonist can t- continue to be a total dickwad and not <laughs> answer people naburu and the other cats uh at least in the first game were experimented on I don't know if yeah. that expands to all the other cats that appear then in the sequel, like Sarge or whatever, and Tsukino. But that's at least they what all it is have in the a past, game. so it could be in, in, inferred. Either way, mm-hmm. I'm saying they are making speaking parts for things that are no long, normally not able to speak mm-hmm. common slash English and or Japanese if you're playing in Japanese, and then. Um, you're giving a person who should very well be able to speak and does clearly understand the language that people are speaking. And mm-hmm. I will say the the moment this this topic came to mind is there's a point there's a point in stories too. And I don't care if this is a spoiler or not cuz it's terrible. Where you're trying to figure out whether you want to continue to try to raise Ratha or not because he has just fucked up a windmill. And you're like, oh no, he wasn't supposed to do that. And um, basically, um, Sasha, to explain the plot a little bit to you, you're trying to take care of this this dragon, and if you don't, the world <laughs> ends. Everyone thinks he's the world ender. And you're like, okay, don't go into like super awesome mode and kill everybody. Just be my friend kind of deal. Uh, and then he accidentally like takes out a windmill and trying to chase and fight something, and then people he, get mad at him his, and like he, he gets his twenty four kill streak and calls in the nuke. Yes, basically. <laughs> um, uh, so he there's a point in which they're like, "Well, what are you going to do?" Uh, and they keep calling you. I don't remember what they call you, your character, because they don't call you whatever you name them. But like, whatever mm-hmm. you're going to do, writer or something like that. And they're like, "What are you going to do? What are you going to do?" And then he just turns around and just starts walking. And even the character that speaks for you, Navaru, is like, where are you going? What's happening? Like, what are you, like, basically, why aren't you answering? And it was so (laughs) infuriating to me that at that point, I just forego any idea of what the best armor was in the game. It had to have a full helm because if I was going to be an asshole, I wasn't even going to have facial expressions (laughs) to people. I just wasn't going to do it. So I wore full helm mode, and every time people would talk to him, just nothing. This this is my face right here. You can see through the slits of my helmet what I what my reaction is going to be, which is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Monster yeah. Hunter does this in World as well, where, you know, the handler, uh, which is your sort of like pseudo-research partner to explain Sasha, 
is talking to you constantly and you're like, that's it. That's the amount of response you give is just head shakes, like emphatic head shakes. And it's just like, how, how do people just not consider you the biggest dick in the world? Because you just won't answer people like, it's just so infuriating to me now. Yeah. And there's like- a, there's a way to handle a silent protagonist as in, they just don't care and they are a jerk. Right. Like, mm-hmm. And that'll be my number two that I'll talk about. It's an example of what I feel is a good silent protagonist that shouldn't have had a speaking part. Um, because they gave like one to him. <clears throat> but anyways, I'll get to that later. But like in this one, like give like the dialogue box even. Even it doesn't have to be branching dialogue from an RPG. Mm-hmm. Just like a simple... I know what I need to do. Like that would have been sufficient enough or Hey handler, please don't walk over there because every time you get over there, you dumb idiot, something attacks you. Stop it. (laughs) Uh, I mean, more to the point too, like in both the story games at the very end of the game, your character just says Ratha at. Yeah. Yeah. They can speak. Yeah, so they they, just, they can speak. They just choose not to. For yes, which which makes reason. them even bigger assholes. <laughs> like, like I mean, again, scary point. Spoilers for uh, stories too. But when when uh, Guardian Ratha um, becomes some tremor food, uh, if I was a little kid, I would have been freaking the fuck out because, like, holy shit, that was. That was very shocking to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big monster tries to eat you out of nowhere. Yeah, just erupts from the ground. Yeah. Yep. Well, like... Yeah, I mean... Well, like, Guardian Ratha is sacrificed near the end of the game. Yeah, Where, yeah, like, yeah. he's just in a a munch party. I was... Yes. I was jaw-drop at that moment, and I was like, how how can the character not say anything to this? Yeah, how are they getting out of this one? Next time on Monster Hunter Stories 2. How, how are you not saying anything to your, your grandfather's monsty just being being minced? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter, you need to start talking. Like, now. <laughs> so, unapproved. On the silent protagonist. So, uh, so Sasha, what's your second one? Um, all right. So I was thinking of Borderlands here, um, as another RPG that I would like to, I think that the protagonist should not be silent. Now I have not played Borderlands three, so I don't know if they've changed the formula or not. But my experience in Borderlands 1 and 2 is that you've got, like, popping head dialogue of whoever is invading and talking to you at any given time, but the person you're playing doesn't answer. And for a game... Yeah, I, I think that's the same in 3. I have played a little bit of 3. I think I think for a game that is known for its, like, its comedic writing, and it, they do a disservice to their characters to not have responses and i almost think it's weird for them to be at least to me it seems like 
they're in your head or you're wearing some kind of an earpiece, right? Yeah. Um, and in the first one, that, like, computer woman thing, whatever, um, that keeps coming to guide you through the main quest, she's in your head. Why do you not answer her? She already knows your butt. <laughs> she's read your mind. And then, like, <laughs> all... Yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel like all the characters in the playable characters in Borderlands 1, they're not the playable characters in 2, but they're characters uh, in te- like that are going to guide your character through the main storyline, but they're fully fleshed out characters. They all have like distinct personalities, and I, I think they missed out on that as having, having their characters respond in the first game. And the game is short enough that they could have had that dialogue recorded for each one of the characters. Right. And they could have put some serious, like, uh, comedic responses in there too. You couldn't, uh, you should, you wouldn't have to have like someone like Claptrap carry all the comedic weight or, um, Jack I found was a very charismatic character and you'd, you're you're not playing him he's Mm. and i played the telltale um borderlands game which your character reese is not a silent protagonist he responds um and and so i i feel like that's an example of where the the borderlands world and the writing is doable Uh, i would have liked to see that in the game that i'm spending like 40 or 60 hours in not 10 Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair. All right. So Borderlands, uh, get to talking, because that stuff's funny. Like, as much as I don't like Borderlands One, it was still funny. Especially Claptrap. Um. So Pan, your uh, second one. Yeah. Um. Well, I was thinking about it a lot today, and. Uh, it would be neat to have dialogue boxes for the Pokemon protagonist. They also, yeah, oh, they also yeah. fall deeply into the trap of, wow, you're a dickhole for not responding to that. And break the third wall and say that stuff to you sometimes. Like nothing? You have nothing to say? I mean, these, uh, these yeah. interdimensional gods uh, have come and uh, begun possessing people. Nothing to say? Nope. You just you just stuffed Cthulhu into a into a little uh, you know paperweight. Nothing. No, they do they do say something. Go insert name of Pokemon here. <laughs> Attack. <laughs> oh yeah, Red Ice doesn't beam. say shit in uh, gold silver. So uh, I, I'd like to admit something. This is how much my I don't know about Pokemon sometimes, even though I do enjoy the series. I was watching a Let's Play of Pokemon Crystal Randomizer, where they randomize the key items. And I was like, hmm, Crystal. That's like fourth gen, right? And I'm like, where's all the... F- it's all just one and second gen monsters. <laughs> and I had to Google it and say, oh, Crystal was gold and silver's third. Oh... I felt super dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I never played Crystal. 
And I didn't. They don't. They obviously they don't show the 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 box art when you do these let's plays. It's just like a thumbnail of them playing. So mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh yeah, Sukeen on the front. That makes sense. That would be second gen. Duh. So. <laughs> um. But uh, you know, this but goes yeah. back to uh, God, a uh, twenty-five-year-old, uh, you know, uh, wound on my psyche that. Uh, you know, and Team Rocket's like, hey, so do you want to join? You, you beat the Nugget Bridge Challenge. Do you want to join Team Rocket? You sure? You really sure? It's only going to come once in a lifetime, kid. All right, well, if you're saying no to Team Rocket, I guess we're going to battle. Fuck you! I want to join Team Rocket! Damn it, Game Boy! <laughs> Fair. That'd be funny. That'd be really funny if it did one of those things where it's just like, if you make those RPG choices and the game just get, ends there and it rolls credits, so you're like, wait a second, <laughs> that huh? would... <laughs> wait, that was the wrong choice. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> uh, that would have been funny. Because you could do that. A lot of older RPGs do that. Where like, if you just make the wrong decision, it's like game over. Bye. Um, yeah, reload, reload a, a previous save or persist in the doomed world that you have created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sasha knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, for for real though, uh, you know, it's we we had we had a whole episode where I just ranted about all the changes that need to come to the Pokemon series, and uh, you know, Pokemon. Yeah, it was the it was the keystone yeah. to the whole episode. We based the, uh, yeah. everything on it. Um, yeah. But you know, Pokemon fans are you're, we're well past the all right. You know, we're a twelve-year-old making our way in the world, or ten-year-old, or however, however old the the, the age of adulthood is in the Pokemon it's, universe. <coughs> age of majority. It 10, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's ten. But in any case, you know, can we can we have like a Pokemon game where one you got dialogue, and two, you know, you you are a thirty-year-old former child prodigy Pokemon trainer. And you just don't know what to do with your life. I mean, you've got Cthulhu sitting on your shelf there, right along with the god Pokemon and the progenitor of all Pokemon. I feel that hits a little too close <laughs> to home for me. <laughs> or, or just make it like a, a action-adventure game where, like, you're just living your life with your Pokemon and you're, like, working whatever menial job with them. And then... And then uh, some disaster happens and you have to, like, help people and save people or something like that. Or, like, go on an adventure with them. Or hear me out. You're a professor of Pokemon and you get, like, kind of the micromanagement of sending off your little 10-year-old minions <laughs> to go do <laughs> little you, mini missions your, for you. Your research, it's, you know, instead of undergrads, you get 10-year-olds. <laughs> But that could also turn into a very wow. dark game where you mince up all the, one. all the Pokemon to turn them into Pokemon or you candies. Get, you know, and then you send out the Pokemon. 10-year-olds to do your field work and your field research, and you're getting entries like Char- the tip of Charizard's tail burns at 300,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And you're like, God damn it, this is why you don't send 10-year-olds out to do research. There's, there's like some Pokemon... <laughs> There's some it's Pokemon there. whose like breath yeah. like burns like hotter than the surface of the sun, according to the Pokedex, or like Kadabra. Instead of uh, instead of uh, 
Ace Attorney Chronicles, Professor Oak's trials, as he gets all the litigation from sending children out to their deaths nah, in the nobody, wilderness. Nah, it's like Harry Can... Potter. They don't care. <clears throat> Just so, so like, it always baffled me. The, the entry is like Drifloom, where it's like they carry off children oh, yeah. into the night. And I'm like, could mm-hmm. you imagine the social backlash of being like, go Drifloom! And people are like, oh, no. Oh, it's like, it reminds me of... um. Uh, the Harley Quinn thing, like when, when, um, when, what's his name? The, the big headed little dude, the, the, uh, the scientist, Dr. Psycho. Angry yeah, guy. yeah. Dr. Psycho. Like when Dr. Psycho calls Wonder Woman a cunt and then the whole world stops and everyone's like, no, you did not yeah. do that. Like, like everyone, <laughs> everyone just stops. Like, like the whole fight stops and everybody's just like, uh oh. Oh, he's in for it now. And of course, being Wonder Woman, she just brushes it off and you see, you know, does her job. But like, but then he gets canceled um, and his wife divorces like that, him. And... Yeah, yeah. So that like that would be what would happen if you like threw out a drift loom because like it's just killed so many children. And you're like, why are you throwing out the children killer Pokemon? What is wrong with you? But I met him when I was a little boy. We became friends, and like he well, carried me off. Oh. <laughs> well, what about uh, uh, what is it, uh, Glalie or like Frostlass or something? They're like the yeah. spirit of people that died yeah, on yeah, the mountains Frostlass, or something like that. Frostlass is ghost ice type, <clears throat> and yeah, they they are like the spirit of someone who froze to death in the mountains, or um. Or Kadabra. Kadabra's original one was, it happened once. A kid with extrasensory perception just turned into a Kadabra one day. All right, Jimmy, get in your Pokeball. Interesting. How does that explain Abra? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? So I guess you just become a Kadabra, and then when they mate, they I have guess. Abras. Okay, sure. Yeah, okay. Oh, all right. And then sometimes you trade them, and you get an Alakazam. I, that's that's yeah. one of the weirdest ones to me, is the yeah. trading evolving ones. It's just like, mm-hmm. the trauma of separation causes me yeah. to evolve. Um, Or the, the canonically, like, skitty... Skitty and Wailord are in the same breeding Skitty. group. That was a that I, was a I meme on this it. forum. I was on it uh, a long time ago. I love Nurse Joy's cloning trainers. <laughs> I, I love Sad. the meme of uh, Wailord uses Splash, and then it's like a picture of Pikachu under like its shadow, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Or the seismic toss where they throw them into the atmosphere, like mm-hmm. oh jeez, yeah. Pokemon but is anyways, ridiculous. I want I want this... a Pokemon protagonist who talks. I don't. I'm, I'm a little bit beyond role playing as a ten year old. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. This is why I role play as Bug Trainer also, Cam. I'm just the NPC Bug Trainer. Fingers crossed for Arceus. Dude, I was going to say something about that. I rewatched the trailer for it with the girls the other day because you know, we were on a trailer kick looking at stuff. And um, that game looks rough. Like, I, I know it was a first go, but I was like, I looked at it and I was like, hmm, 
Yeah, that does not look good. That does not no. look good. Like, the battle where they were like, oh, they battle outside of the weird, like, RPG room thing. It's like, I honestly would prefer the RPG room thing to this whatever this is. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, oh, boy. I just really hope that, you know, Game Freak's trying something new, and I really hope it sells well, so that way, if it fails, Game Freak isn't like, well, fuck y'all, we tried something new and you didn't buy it. Because mm-hmm. that's totally what happens. You know, they something gets thrown out there with not a lot of thought or work, and they're like, if it sells well, we'll do it. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't put but a lot of thought try. or work into it. Yeah. That's why it didn't sell, because you quarter-assed <laughs> it. Didn't even have <laughs> That was the whole problem with the Wii U. So many companies just half-assed it. And we're like, no, nah, it's going to sell because it was a Wii, right? Here we go. No. Kitty cam. Um, but yeah, I want I want a talking <laughs> protagonist in Pokemon with meaningful dialogue choices, and I don't want to be a ten year old. Okay, all right. Um, Ace uh, number two for you. Number two would be my other go to of uh, the character known as Wander from Shadow of the Colossus, because he is actually a silent protagonist. Um, his, for aggro. He, yeah, he has, he essentially has two lines, aggro and yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're yeah. trying to Agra. swing the sword or go faster, um, which I don't know, another sort of, sort of on the fence. I feel like it was a super emotional moment when you lose aggro after he tosses you off the bridge as it crumbles beneath his feet but like at the same time you're resolved to finish your quest by that time on the 16th colossi so so let me let me ask you who's he going to talk to himself or the horse okay. people talk to themselves and to animals all the time i constantly baby Fair. talk the two cats it's just what Fair. people do Unless if, like, I don't know. Unless, but not I'd all say, people. If there's something, like, possibly wrong with you because, like, just staying silent, both, like, verbally and mentally all the time, I feel like that's possibly an indicator of, like, some Give him troubles. a volleyball to talk to. <clears throat> yeah, that. <laughs> what else said draw? What else said? <laughs> draw, draw In that same bit. accent. Draw a little face <laughs> on the sword. Oh, that'd be so. That would be so immersion breaking, though. That'd be so, <laughs> it's such an immersion game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just like, but yeah, I'm gonna talk to my volleyball here. But yeah, I really feel like that <laughs> that game works well with him only having those those few lines of dialogue, and then everyone else who you essentially encounter, except for like the female having speaking lines, because there's like the. Uh, there's like the omnipotent presence that is Dorman, and then like there's the scholars or like crusaders, villagers, whatever they are, shaman. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The guys that come riding after you to try and stop you. 
Because mm-hmm. they have their, their leader that talks, and then I think they have little... A few other people have lines here and there, but largely it's a very very quiet and atmospheric game. I guess you could have him sort of talk to her as she's sleeping. Mm-hmm. You could have some sort of like emotional stuff there. Instead of, yep, she's still on the slab. All right, time to go kill the next one. Like, Ooh, what if, um, what if in uh, a future version of it, they did it where like he becomes a sp- silent protagonist as you go on. Hmm. Where like, you know, he's the he's the hot headed because clearly that's what it what it was at the beginning because he's riding into the Forbidden Lands, which everyone. It's called the Forbidden Lands for a reason. So mm-hmm. it could be that, like, he starts out as, like, the hot, hot-headed hot youngster and then, like, just becomes a hardened, hardened uh, non-speaking person, just resigned to his duty. Keeps cutting up lizard tails, like, constantly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eating them fruits. What what do you what do those poor lizards do to you, man? Whoosh. <laughs> I don't know. Their their white tails looked yummy. They were mystery flavored because that's usually what mystery mystery flavored stuff is. <laughs> it's like the it's white. they usually have white coloring. Yeah, because yeah, that's like what it was with like the airheads. Head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or voodoo, the mystery oh, yeah. flavored Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Which is never good to me. Uh, Apparently, wasn't, wasn't Do SA one of them too? Or uh, no, they tell you what Do it. Do SA they tell you what it is. It's it's um, voltage, which is blue, white mm. out, which they no longer make, which is white, and then red is code red. So they just tell yeah. you it's just those three mixed together. Mm. <clears throat> which I don't. I don't have any two. Uh, I have DSA at the house, but it is I am not currently drinking it. All I have is thrashed apple again. Hmm. I've had the watermelon, and then uh, when they had the uh, Baja extra flavors, like the pineapple and the. Uh, I like the punch. One? The pi- th- there yeah, was a the pina punch. colada flavored one, and there's punch, and I'm just not okay with the pina colada one. I just don't like coconut. It's just no. <laughs> I've tried it so much. No. Mm. We still have both of those at the house because we don't, because everyone here likes Mountain Dew. So. <laughs> so I mixed it up today. I did it some water. Nice. It's gone now. Always good so to drink I had water. To go back to Dew. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, I don't know his name, but Shadow of the Colossus protagonist. Wander. I don't Wonder. think he has an official name, but that's what a lot of people refer to him as. Okay. All right. <clears throat> um, so my second one, uh, my stance is this guy needs to stay silent because he's much more effective silent. Uh, and, and in fact, I think everyone else in the game should stay silent or at least him try to make everyone silent. Uh, and that is Doom. And if you've ever played classic Dooms, there's no one to talk to. There's no cutscenes or anything like that. So whatever. But Doom Eternal had the uh, very split decision of giving him a voice line. Now, it's one voice line, and it's very 
very iconic mm-hmm. for Doom because it came out of like a manga where he was talking. And he says, I do believe he says rip and tear is what he says. Hmm. Um, if you ever played Doom 2016, the the little voiceover at the beginning that says rip and tear until it is done. And then you burst out of the coffin and you're immediately fighting uh, zombies naked. Like, <laughs> like um, or re-dead or whatever you want to call them. Uh like doom guy works very well as a silent protagonist because um if you were to describe him as anything i would describe him as an elemental of rage and that is exactly (laughs) what he is and does um there's a very awesome this is how i knew being a, a an immense doom fan and then being like it returning for the longest time uh of being uh gone for Doom 2016, I of course was excited, but you know, there's always that worry. Like, okay, did they fuck it up? Like, did they? Is is this worth the hype and the excitement? Um, can we trust them after X amount of years to do this right? And then within the first ten minutes of the game, you know, you're like, okay, I don't know what's going on here. There's two moments that really sold that game to me, and one of them is you you get the suit and Doctor Samuel Hayden starts popping off on on this monitor beside the suit and he's like we can work together and he starts doing all this exposition that a lot of modern games do like a lot of you stand there you listen to someone talk you figure out what your objective is and you move on and then doom guy takes the screen and smashes it on the wall in the middle of the exposition he's like i don't fucking care about your shit and he doesn't say anything just keeps going (laughs) and then you go up the elevator and he starts talking to you again and then he just punches the thing to make him shut up again, cocks his shotgun, and then, and then like walks out of the elevator and starts like you just start the game at that point. That's the end of the tutorial. And I was like, Oh, they did it right. This is amazing. <laughs> and I love that game. But in Doom Eternal, they took a step backwards from that, and they have a lot of exposition, a lot of cutscenes and stuff. Now Doom Guy still doesn't talk a lot through that, but there is a point where they sort of tie in between Doom uh, 64, which is retro ret- <laughs> retconned into being canonical in the series. So if you're unaware, Doom 1, uh, Doom 1 and 2 happens. And then after Doom 2 is Doom 64, because Doom 64 was uh, canonically after Doom 2, because screw Doom 3. Doom 3 was a tech experiment <coughs> that did something entirely different. Um but then after that, it was sort of done. We didn't know. And we thought the Doom Slayer was someone different. It just like, a like oh, you know, whatever. It's different. You're, you're not connected. We don't know. We won't talk about it. But they purposely connected them in Eternal. And they show you, after having fought for hundreds of years, supposedly, in hell, just slaying demons, and you are drug uh, muttering the words <laughs> rip and tear rip, like 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 it's funny on a meme thing where it's mm-hmm. like the guy is only saying like like rip and tear but you can hear him like saying it and you're like but he never says anything like he's never said anything before he'll never say anything after so why do it this once it didn't feel right 
to me. But it was amusing. It wasn't like a total immersion-breaking thing. It kind of also makes sense that he would actually be sort of like, I don't know, psychotic after being stuck in hell and just killing everything he found. And then, and you got to think, it's kind of an awesome concept, right? Like, you think, like, oh, no, you go to hell. Like, you're done for. You're dead. There's nothing. But to actually just kill everything so much that they seal you away and they're afraid of you. Like, I I, I don't know. I love the series. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Steve's a joker. Did you see that, fan? He wanted to play Doom 64, but he couldn't find Doom 63. <laughs> ha. Ha. Oh, man. I know exactly which one of our friends you stole that uh, joke from. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, okay, I didn't know that was stolen, but okay. You stole that from Devin. Um, That's exactly the kind of shit oh, jokes that Devin. Devin makes. Yeah. He's not denying it. So, He's not denying yeah, it. Yeah, I think Doom... No. <laughs> well, also, there's a delay. So, he may... No, he's, he's sitting no, he like three feet away from yet. me. We're good. That's also true, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I just... I wish he'd stay silent. I really want them to get away from the exposition stuff they started doing again. They're like, oh, you gotta learn the backstory of the Doom Slayer and that kind of stuff. And it's like, we don't really know. Demons... Shotgun, good, right? Rocket launcher, mm -hmm. plasma rifle. More guns, the better. More demons, more guns. That's all we need. Um, but I, yeah, I, I love the series. I, I just want to see him step away because, like, um, famously, um, Doom twenty sixteen didn't really have a story until like the final hour they were talking about, um, like. Uh, the head guy of Doom, I can't remember his name right now. I should, but I just don't remember right now. Um, he was, he, they did a no clip interview. And if you ever watched that no clip interview about Doom 2016, he's like, I'm not going to tell you how close to the line we were on putting the story in the game because it's embarrassing and I don't want people to know it, but it's really bad. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Okay. Now, granted, they aren't the the highest track record for having great stories in games, but I think they execute it very well with a silent protagonist. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's there's a famous scene in Doom 2016 as well where it's like you have to align the lenses to shut off this thing, and he's just like he. You see Doom guy look around, he sees the lenses, and it's like, oh man, this is gonna be tedious, and just kicks the shit out of it and breaks it instead. And he's like, no, 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 don't do. That. <laughs> don't do that you, you know you'll ruin it and he's like i don't care <laughs> kind of you get you get a lot from his silence more so than ever him talking mm -hmm. uh and i think that's what needs to happen with the silent protagonist is there needs to be a purpose to it not not hey we're pseudo talking because it was a technical <laughs> challenge to get them to talk or have text or that kind of thing like we're we're I don't know. I think we're past the point in a game where you can. I feel. I feel like, honestly, Monster Hunter stories. It was just lazy to not have them interact in some way, when everyone else did. Everyone else in that that the whole game talks, all the time. Yeah. Okay. And I'm I'm not saying get rid of Navaru. Um, I'm okay with Navaru. He's really funny at times. 
there's that really funny time where everyone just walks away from Navaru while he's talking because he's so confused. He has this face like he just got hit with a frying pan. It's hilarious. But at the same time, like I, he doesn't need to be a voice for your character. You could just have your character have a voice. <laughs> I mean, there's also the time where everyone just stands around like, what the fuck, as he tries to make the same donut joke three times in a row. Yes, I do like him saying, <laughs> trying to make donut jokes and failing and everyone just standing there waiting for him to stop. Yes, <laughs> that that was some great A comedy. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, so that that was what I got so fired up about Silent Protagonists is, is like we're not either we're not doing them right or we need to stop doing them because like sort of like creating these situations where they clearly are trying to communicate, but they're not, or mm-hmm. you're creating these scenarios where they need to communicate, communicate. And they're just not. And it's like, why, why are you doing this? So there we go. That was, that was the whole thing. Um, I have no idea what we're talking about next week. <laughs> um, we have several ideas on the plate, but um, should be all four of us again, though, I right? Think so, I think so. Yeah, I will. I will have last backup, so I, I extremely expect the kids to barge in next week as well. Company is going to the Paul Bunyan show, and I'm staying here to hold the fort. So, ah, uh. oh yeah, yeah, my my nickname. <laughs> I got it. Ah, <laughs> I was. I, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make that pun, <laughs> but okay. That took me a second. Don't worry. That's what um, you got me here for to point it out. <laughs> oh boy. So, any other thoughts on on what we talked about tonight? Anything to add? I will say there are funny occasions to the silent protagonist, like the uh, South Park games, where or the more recent ones at least, where your your character is just like they're just. Uh, stick of truth and fractured butthole. Um, it's yep. uh, it's kind of funny in Persona. You're you're a so you're a mildly okay. silent protagonist in like Persona Four and Five. Um, where like there's some dialogue choices mm-hmm. and stuff, but you know it's, it's pretty minimal. And um, especially in the yeah. Persona, was it the, is Persona Four anime the good one? Okay, Steve's nodding. Yes, Persona 4, the anime, is a really good anime that covers Persona 4. And the character, by the way, his name is Yu. That's a, that's a pun. It's a pun. Oh, that's... Because that he's is Japanese. So on the they can get away Holy with cow. it. But anyways, your character's name... Oh he's Yu. His name is Yu in the anime. And he is the most mm-hmm. suave, charismatic, debonair motherfucker on the planet it's amazing like in the anime all right he's also like just yeah completely like deadpan stoic like nothing can shock him nothing can surprise him he's just like oh huh okay and he's just so like cool Hmm. and charismatic it's it's hilarious he is the most charismatic 16 year old on the fucking planet which is mm-hmm. it's really funny comparing that to like the fairly silent protagonist from the video game. 
Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, I've been playing No More Heroes for Bickering Bucks, and uh, that guy's not silent at all. <laughs> but it did remind me that uh, No More Heroes has always had sort of like, eh, graphics. It started on the Wii, and then the number two was also on the Wii, and you're like, all right, it's eh. It was standard definition in the in the beginning of HD age. So you're like, okay, it's just whatever. Straight up anime in the third one. Like straight up like drawn anime. And I'm like, whoa, that was a hard turn. Like it was kind of crappy 3D graphics that were kind of like, and then just straight up anime like it looks like um ponyo like that sort of flowy style that mm-hmm. of studio ghibli like it looks like that and i think they did that on purpose uh for one part but then like the rest of the game is like i don't know like sword art kind of like the 3d 3d anime style um wow i'm actually competently talking about anime one of us one of us. Fuck. You're, you're slowly evolving. One we'll of us. We'll make a weeaboo of you yet. One of us. One of us. <sighs> no. No. I went to two no. different Barnes and Nobleses no. for this today. <laughs> uh, nice. That is on my... I will admit that season two is on my <coughs> Netflix queue. Because I watched season and one at, so at your good. behest. Season one, season two is actually real good. Okay, I like the deer, Lewis. the deer, the popular deer kid. He's actually very. He gets deep. he gets better yeah. in season two. Awesome, because he actually has some growth and development, and is really good. Um, so, uh, that's I think that's it for tonight. Um, sorry to ramble on about other stuff. I'll probably get back to playing Diablo 2 and No More Heroes and stuff. Actually, real quick, what what are you guys going to be playing? I'm just curious. Um. Okay. Uh, I mean, I've, as you know, I've started another playthrough of World as a Bowmane. Um, and then I've also yes. gotten Diablo 2 and I started as a Druid as well. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I, uh, I would not suggest going a rabies druid like I did. Um, I have no that's idea not what I'm doing. Fun. <laughs> okay, so, so druid has every class has three trees. One of the trees for the druid is shape shifting, <gasps> so you get to turn uh-huh. into oh, werewolves that's why it's or rabies druid. Got it. Okay. There is a skill for druids that focus on uh, the werewolf skill, rabies, and. You bite a character. You bite a single enemy, and it spreads throughout all of them and supposedly kills them all. However, it is a very tough build, and I am having struggle. I cannot solo. I have to play with other people because it's too weak yet. It has to be very powerful for it to work, I Mm. think. So there's that. I I just need to work on my combat skills because I got got two times in a row by Amazonians with spears and that's like after the first uh, layer of evil 
Oh, Den after of the Den of Evil? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... so <laughs> uh, the big Diablo lore nerd I am, because I love it. That second quest that you're on mm -hmm. is a reference to Diablo 1, the Blood Raven. She is the rogue from Diablo 1. Mm. And later on, there is the wizard from Diablo 1 is uh, the summoner, which is an act to you, gotcha. boss. Okay. And the Dark Wanderer that you're following in the cutscenes is the warrior from Diablo 1. Mm -hmm. So there you go. <laughs> Still have no um, idea what I'm doing. Yeah, I can help. You got it on Switch, right? Uh, PS5. PS5. Oh. Well, we can't play together then. Because I, mean, I didn't get it for if that. You if you triple dip. I'm, no, I'm not <laughs> triple dipping. <laughs> no. It. No, I'm I'm not spending 120 on this game. No. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Sasha prove pan wrong that PS5s exist. <laughs> they do. They just suck. I don't play anything on it. Um so right. I I beat the Outer Worlds on hard. I've been mulling oh. over in my head what supernova is gonna be like because mm -hmm. it's like hardcore mode and like fallout uh so you gotta eat food you have to sleep you can only sleep on your ship there's no fast travel your companions have permadeath um and they i will say the companions have glass jaws even on normal difficulty so i think they're gonna be a no-go um so i've been i've been uh preparing myself for this mentally i haven't started it yet um and then i also downloaded a new game on game pass i haven't started but it looks interesting it's called signs of the sorgenor and you are okay. um it is described as a narrative card game um where the deck is people's stories and you're kind of like a wanderer um like I, I'm not really sure what the function is of the wandering, but you're like sto learning stories from other people and then exchanging those stories on the road as currency to stay at people's campfires. So it's just a nice little distractor that, game, that I think. That game sounds me. a bit like. Uh, okay. Yes, that's the game I was trying to remember. Okay, Steve just reminded me. Uh, the, a game called uh, Where the Water Tastes Like Wine, where you kind of. That. That I was thinking, because I just a couple weeks ago pre-ordered uh, the Steelbook version of that from uh, Limited Run. Ooh, I'm I'm curious about that. I'll ask you about that after we're done recording. Um, because uh, my husband and I both thought that Where the Water Tastes Like Wine was super rad. I mean, it it needed to be a bit of a deeper game, but it was it was mm -hmm. super rad. Um, I think you played it back at the very earliest stage of the pandemic, or was it even before that? Yeah. Is this the one where you're taking no, the place fair. of Karen? No, where the water tastes like wine, you were basically wandering okay. around uh, America, literally like it's a map of America, and you can walk along highways and stuff, uh, collecting folk tales. It's fascinating. Interesting. And uh, for shits and giggles, we wa he walked to Nebraska. Hmm. There was fucking nothing there. Oh. I don't remember. Was there anything Probably. in Ohio? Oh, yeah, Johnny Appleseed's like all over the place in Ohio. 
Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You just, like, wander around America collecting folk tales, and it's got a really good, like, blues soundtrack to it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that game you just talked about sounds a lot like Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. So if that game's your jam, you, try, you should try Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. But you look like... Yeah. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, it's, it's a fascinating game. It, I don't think there's a whole lot of playtime in it. Again? Because it, it was like kind of super cheaply made by mm. a very small okay. company. Uh. What? Sasha, what was that game called again? Your audio the game that Sasha died. Mentioned. I what can hear you now. Kind of. Clearly? Ish? Uh, what was the game title that Sasha mentioned? It's called Signs of the Sorgener. I'm probably saying it wrong. It's spelled Is like it sword. U J. Yeah, it's spelled like Sorgen or Truth. Uh, that looks that yeah. looks very similar to yeah, where the water uh, tastes like wine. Uh, not or it's rather not dissimilar art style. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Um. So, so Pan, you're the last yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, uh, I've been, been playing two things um, lately. Uh, they are billions on my PC. Um, it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked that up. By the way, it's very, very similar to StarCraft, which is kind of funny because my husband's on a StarCraft <laughs> kick lately. So like, I'll fire up their billions, and he'll be playing StarCraft, and it's like just constantly like he, his guys are going SCV ready, and my guys are going like orders, sir, and it's it's really funny. But, um, so I've been playing, uh, They Are hmm. Billions, and also I've been playing Rune Factory 4 Special Edition, uh, on my Switch. Um, so I kind of went down this little hmm. rabbit hole of Harvest Moon games when, after you recommended, uh, Gleaner Heights. I played Gleaner Heights really hard for about two days, mm-hmm. but eventually the sort of difference in quality of life improvements between Gleaner Heights and some of the modern Harvest Moon games just got to me. I couldn't deal with it anymore. And also there's, like, there were, like, several, like, pretty bad glitches uh, that I experienced, and I just, I was like, okay, I'll go, I'll go and play a real Harvest Moon game. So I bought Pioneers of Olive Town, and there's a whole, a whole lot of really annoying things in Pioneers of Olive Town, and I will dive into that next episode or something, because I, Pioneers of Olive Town grosses me out as a Harvest Moon game. So then I was like, you know what? I'll just go back to the last mm. good Harvest Moon game. There you go. Yeah. Games we should have liked. Games we could have liked. There you go. Or should have. Could have or should have. Either one. Uh, so then I went back to... I was yeah. like, you know what? I've, I've, I've still got Rune Factory 4 on my Switch. Why am I just not playing that? Rune Factory 4, by the way, also made by uh, the same people who make uh, the Story of Seasons games. Rune Factory series is basically like if you mashed... Final Fantasy and Harvest Moon together into the same game. Yeah, yeah. My my uh, my friends are very big. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So Rune Factory Four. It's it's like a primo Harvest wow. Moon type game. And so I'm playing Rune Factory Four. I am looking forward to Rune Factory Five, which there was a little bit of a very teensy little bit of a video about that in the Nintendo Direct. There was like it was like a five second clip. Also, Pan, if you like 
Rune Factory. You might like Sakuna. <laughs> yeah, it's on my play. It's Rune. on my uh, uh, Steam uh, list. Someday, yeah. Okay. I have it for Switch. It is. You are the rice god. You're the guard of ha- god of harvest, and you fuck up, and you get demoted, and so you have to work with this ragtag family, which is, they're not related. You just want different people come together, and raise rice yeah. to redeem yourself. Yeah, I, I am as interested in that, and maybe someday. Unfortunately, there's a whole ass RimWorld expansion that I haven't bought yet. Yeah. Oh, and, the, and the religion one. game coming out in about a yeah. month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, the girls are getting we were talking about that with the girls. So, that's another one where I am getting 3 copies. Oof. So. So, yeah, but right now yeah. they are billions and uh and Rune Factory 4 special edition. There's extra dialogue for NPCs in the special edition. Okay. Um, okay, so I'll be, like I said, No More Heroes and Diablo 2. Also be finishing Cruising Blast, the the one where you can drive as a Triceratops, Hammerhead Shark, a tank, um, UFO, all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, probably be finishing that. And then also, um, I really want to get into the Blizzard Classics with uh, Lost Vikings. I've been wanting to do that for a long time. So... Which You'll I bought soon. well before the problems with Blizzard. Well before. You'll soon have another thing to play on PS5. Back for Blood, Back for Blood comes out on the 8th, I think, right? Oh, no. You're right. Oh, no. Back for Blood. I gotta try it, at least. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think um... Oh, go ahead. I said I've actually been more focusing on the card game stuff lately because the new card game I got into. But mm-hmm. trying to start a league, and I'm going to be a judge for this league. So, hmm. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I won't I won't get into it too much because you know this isn't a card game show. <laughs> Take that over to Pickering Butts or some shit. Sorry. They do play bar- card games, yeah. They're they're all magic shills. <laughs> just, uh, I say that having a magic podcast show. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Chance gets on me out on on me about it all the time. He's like, "Why do you why why do you poop on magic? Because they you could have a be show for magic." And I'm like, "Cause that's true. Yes, yeah, that is that is why." Also, my investment lately has just been collecting Hydra cards. <laughs> <laughs> Which is complete again. I have all Hydras again. So, all right. Well, we'll end it here. Sorry, I made us ramble on for another 15 minutes. Um, uh, so be sure to catch up uh, with, you know, previous episodes and stuff on our SoundCloud, you know, Spotify, all the places you can find us, uh, Hunter's Hub. Uh, and then at Hunter Sub Pod on Twitter and Twitch, and um, you can find Ace here at, at <coughs> Ace Badger Gaming on Twitter. Yep, tweeting out not one hundred percent fact checked Monster Hunter syllabi. 
also all of us just hyping out about Monster Hunter stuff. Although I, I haven't been mm-hmm. doing that as much on Twitter. I've been not as active on Twitter lately, honestly. Oh, well. Um, but also, we're all in the Discord. If you want to talk to us on the Discord. And also hyping out about Monster Hunter. And then also inspiration for episodes a couple times <laughs> lately. So, uh, that'll be it for us tonight. Bye. Have a good one. Spirit fingers. Bye-bye.